Sticky with Mickey. I am your host, as per usual, Mickey Kennedy. If you haven't already, please make sure that you like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple or Spotify, wherever you are. And this episode is actually going to be my first fully released episode on YouTube. So make sure you check that out as well and subscribe. I also did just release a camping vlog a couple of weeks ago, and I am going to be vlogging a lot now so make sure you're also subscribed to my youtube channel before we get into this week's episode with sade um i want to let everyone know there is a trigger warning for um racism there the story that i am sharing today is a story about a girl who um spoke up in a workplace and recently got let go um because of an in-house conflict with another employee um I did choose to cut out the names of the individuals and I also do not mention the salon name that um, this was taking place at. I just chose to leave all of that out just for legal reasons. Um, So you are going to hear a lot of censors during this podcast. Um, It's not me saying fuck because you all know that I will not cut that out, but it is just us sharing the names. So I apologize for those. There's not too many of them, but just for the privacy of everybody, I don't really know. I feel like I want them to be kind of exposed, but at the same time, I don't want anyone coming after me for that. So um, introducing Sade, this is the episode. Hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Getting Sticky with Mickey. I am here today with Sade. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Sade recently got let go of her job for calling out an anti-racism problem in the workplace that she was at. And she's going to tell her story about everything that happened. And we're going to dig deep into all the situations and how she's feeling about everything. And just kind of get a message out to everybody about what's kind of going on in the world. Yeah. Hi. So, yeah, my name's Sade. I am a stylist, a hairstylist by trade. I've been a hairstylist uh, slash makeup artist, I guess, for about 15 years. Um, and I currently am building my own salon, as well as working in film, newly working in film, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah. Awesome. So um, were you building the salon before you got let go from your job? No, I wasn't. Okay. Um, I did, however, have ideas to, like, I've always had ideas to, like, have my own space and yeah. run my own business. Well, I guess like that's a shitty situation, but at least it kind of got you to fucking have your it, own It did give now. me a Obviously, push. It's best that this, yeah. I mean, it's a really, it's the worst thing that could happen, but. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, I like to look at the cer- certain situations that are shitty and like see it. Like, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Everything's kind of meant to be. Mm-hmm. So it's good to just look at a situation that was not the best, but see the good stuff that came from it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So the only thing that I know is everything that I saw on Black Vancouver, which Mm -hmm. was on Facebook or Instagram, sorry. Yeah. And it was pretty much from what I know is that you saw a coworker post um, a racial comment on Instagram. Yeah. And 
I actually had never even heard of that before. So I didn't like, I don't like, what is it exactly? What was it? So the word she chose to use was um, itis. Okay. And it's I-T-I-S. And it's just not, the origin of that word is the N word and then itis. Okay. And slave owners would basically coin that phrase to depict slaves that weren't like doing basically their job or like not doing enough or after they ate a big meal and they were sleepy yeah they would like fall asleep or take a nap or whatever and then the slave owners would be like oh look at that and i eat it okay and that was a photo of her eating something yeah she basically it was like her birthday she had a big piece of cake and she's like excuse me i got the itis or something like that brutal um um so just with with that alone like the fact that she knew the proper context to use that phrase in yeah the fact that she had food in front of her and she posted that it's not like she was just naive and ignorant and yeah posted that. and like, I was like it was like, in the I proper know, context so she context, knows so the like, word yeah yeah like when i first read it i was like i don't really know what that means I'm and like, a lot of people don't yeah and like a lot of like some black families like have taken words like that back, like the N word. I don't, I choose to personally not use the N word, but, um, a lot of black people do, do you know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. And within their culture and their own home and own families or friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, so itis is actually a word that like some black families also kind of took back and used jokingly within the household, Yeah, but it in absolutely like no way, shape or form should a white person be saying that. No, hundred percent. extremely wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just as bad as saying the N word. It's just as bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Yeah, for yes. sure. And I feel like, yeah, obviously opinions would vary, but I feel like for the most part that would be the like ground rules. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And like, honestly that. too, I don't, I actually said this when I sent my bosses the message asking them if they could have her remove that. Yeah. Um, I said to them, and it's actually, it's on the internet as well. You can see that I said, I don't think that she meant to like hurt anybody by saying this. I just think that she doesn't realize like how it could possibly affect me as like her black coworker. Yeah. And also, you know, any of my, like her, she posted it on her work page. It's like directly so it's linked her to her, yeah, to so, our business or to the business that I worked for. So it was on that, it was on the business's page? No, okay. it was on her personal hair page, under. but it's like directly linked okay. to, yeah. So what was the first move that you did when you saw that? I just, I texted my bosses right away and just said, hey, Melissa posted this thing. It's super inappropriate. I like sent them like the origin of the word and what it means. Yeah. And they, they acted quickly. Okay. They got her to take it down right away. And then... Um, so you felt like it was, like, it was being handled the right yeah, way? Yeah, I, I was happy about that. Yeah. That they, like, did it right away. Um, I mean, now, looking back on it, I feel like they definitely mostly did it to cover their own butt. Yeah. That's how it feels for me. Fair, yeah. Because the after actions that I was asking for, for them to, like, help us get past this and like move on. Cause it was really awkward after Yeah, having to go. Like she obviously knew it was me. That, uh, well, she didn't, I don't know. She might not have known it was me that got her, the, it, like her post taken yeah. down, but. So how soon after that post did you have to work with her? Right away. Like the next yeah. day? Probably maybe like a couple days later. Okay. And did she know you, you were upset about the post and she had besides the fact of it being taken down, no I hadn't there... contacted her about okay. it because I felt 
like it it would just be easier if it was handled like professionally by our bosses yeah. and not like create um like drama so you Do went you know to the I bosses mean? thinking yeah. that they were going to bring both of you kind of together and resolve the issue yeah and what was their first well there was they didn't do anything. anything so like for for and I was kind of waiting for her to come up to me and say hey you know like what at what I posted the other day or it was I'm sorry like if it hurt you or I'm sorry if it like just kind of any just acknowledging what she did and yeah. like I would have been like thank you yeah and for saying that been able to move past it easily yeah yeah but that didn't happen yeah so so I was like made to work with her week after week with like no kind of reconciliation around it besides them getting her to take it off. Yeah. And did you confront your bosses again during that? So how long was it the period of time between them, this happening and them letting you go? Um, it was probably about six months. Six months? Or, yeah, maybe even more. Okay. Like that's how long they let it just like go for. So even for- though I was asking, like I didn't actually talk to them about it probably in like maybe a couple months besides after. the first initial take the, the initial kind of one yeah okay and then I was just kind of waiting for her to come to me and do it on her own and just be like hey acknowledge it but she didn't and I just was like I'm not gonna be the person to start the conversation because I didn't do anything yeah, yeah. You've already once expressed to your bosses how yes. you felt about it, so that there's no reason that you should be like hounding them constantly. Yeah, I shouldn't have to. It should just be like, oh, this was inappropriate. Let's deal with it so that it doesn't yeah. like get worse. Did you feel like there was a shift in the energy at work? Absolutely. Right after like, Absolutely. that happened, yeah. and on like both ends, like did you feel like she was kind of more weird and awkward? Like your bosses were just like you feeling uncomfortable I felt uncomfortable but I didn't I tried not to show it right yeah. away because I was like you know let me give her a chance and so like I was cordial with her like we had banter in the back room here and there like it wasn't a lot but yeah you know we were I wasn't void of like saying hi to her and if I walked yeah. into the room or like do you know what I mean or helping her out with like, a client yeah. or whatever yeah yeah and so a few months went by, you confronted your bosses and... Yeah, we ended up having each one of us one-on-one meetings with okay. them. Um, so they confronted her as well at this point? No. Just, so, oh, like, all the, okay. pe- all the people in the salon had one-on-one meetings, just, like, a staff meeting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. With, like, just to catch up and go over numbers and then, like, kind of voice any concerns. Yeah. So when I had mine, at the end of it, they're like, well, is there anything else that you want to... Um, say or talk about and I was like actually yeah and I brought up the situation and um they were like and I just said you know I'm still feeling awkward about this and I I would like your guys's help in trying to figure out how we can like reconcile yeah and like so that we can move on because I still haven't. Because I still, yeah, and I still feel uncomfortable about yeah. it. And she hasn't said anything to me. So, you know, are you guys able to support me in that? And they're like, well, that's kind of like a personal issue. That was their initial response. Okay. Which was really shitty. Yeah, that is really shitty. Because it's like, it's a, it's personally, it's personal because it's on you. It's your feelings. And it's like, it's on you. But it's also like, it's a workplace issue because this it's not like you're going home and being like oh i feel so uncomfortable around it's like because you're not going home like obviously you still have those feelings in you when you go home so you don't kind of like let that go it's obviously something yeah that's like, it's you're dealing with a really shitty situation and, I mean, and it's and it's, but it's involved, not personal when it you're involves going a home co-worker. and it's a co it's only a work situation it's yeah like, yeah it's upsetting me because it hurts me but 
it's at work. And I'm, yeah, and I'm voicing to you that it's making me feel uncomfortable at work, where a place where I have to go and perform at 100% every day. And you were their top stylist. Yes, absolutely. You were teaching people. I read on the internet that you went there. They didn't even know how to do extensions before you went there. Yeah, well, okay, so that's not like, like they did know how to do extensions. A couple of the stylists there did. Yeah. But I came from a salon where extensions were like up here on our priority list. Like we did a lot of extensions. Yeah. So it was kind of a selfish move, but I brought the extension line that I was using in Vancouver to them so that I had supply. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that I could still like take care of the clients that were using that extension line in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I consulted with them and then they brought it on and like it created this whole new, like that everybody in the salon was now trained in it. Yeah. So it created this like whole new like stream of revenue for their salon. Yeah. So you like were bringing in so much income. I was a them. very, I was a very valuable, very valuable um, employee there. Yeah. Absolutely. And would they ever like recognize you on that before? Like, but, yeah. Yeah. So yeah they- a week before, like literally a week or maybe a week and a half before they fired me, one of my bosses pulled me aside just like in the middle of my day and was like, Hey, Shade, have you seen your numbers this month? They're so good. Like complimenting me on my sales yeah. numbers. And then, and then like a couple weeks later, they're like, we have to fire you because people are uncomfortable around you. Okay. So let's back up for a quick second. Yeah. I hand up ahead. So yeah, the story I had myself. So the three month mark, you kind of, whatever it was, you confronted them, had the staff meeting, you talked to them. You were like, said it's a per- they said yeah. it's a personal issue. And so they didn't do anything after that. There was no movement forward in resolving it. Well, I, in that conversation, I was like, well, it's not a personal issue. I made sure that they knew that it was not personal. It's work related because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know that girl otherwise. Yeah. If she's I didn't work friend, for them, like, she's not, we don't yeah. hang out outside of work. It's, she's just my coworker. Yeah. Um, so I made sure they knew that. And then they're like, okay, well, what do you want us to do? So, I want an apology. Yeah. And I was like, felt feeling even more a little bit annoyed because I'm like, you guys are my managers. You guys own this salon that I'm working at and you have a conflict between two people and you're asking me what you should do. And it's also like, where is the like loyalty towards you at this point as well? Like as but in- she was also a top earner, like her and I were like neck and neck in sales. Yeah. So we were both at the top. What I'm saying though is like either for the topic where where is their loyalty towards you? Because at that point, I feel like they were like they were not wanting to resolve an issue. I feel like they also didn't maybe want to like lose her as a stylist by like maybe like upsetting her. Like, yeah, well I don't know what like, their motive know, was like, with that. I honestly I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I feel it feels like they picked. were really uncomfortable about the topic. Okay. And I feel like that's what made them kind of want to like not talk about it. Yeah. They Do you know what I mean? That's how it felt for me. I don't know what it was like for them or why they just chose to let it just like try to go away yeah. or like So when you went on vacation, were you kind of like just dropping that? Were you kind of dropping the fact that you weren't going to get an apology? Like, did you ever get to the point where you're kind of like, I'm not going to get an apology? Yeah. Yeah. And, you kind of yeah. Like, and so then and that's when like I more I would come to work visibly irritated and like yeah. not saying hi to everybody. And yeah. that's why they why they came back after all of this and said I had an attitude and I was a bully and like saying all this stuff, which is completely defamation. Yeah. I've never called any of those people a name. And for them to come back and say, like, her sister-in-law, one of the sister-in-law's message uh, got back to Black Vancouver and she was saying that, you know, there are reasons Sade 
got fired, but they can't, for Sade's privacy, they can't release those reasons. Yeah. And then she went on to say that I, w- I, was, I had mood swings, I was a bully, I had an attitude. All of those things came out after I shared my experience but the thing is don't you have it all recorded on video it's all recorded i asked them several times yeah so that's so you have every right to know what you got fired for i think they don't want to share to black vancouver which is 100 percent your privacy issues thank you but but before all of this still don't even know what you got so what are the personal issues then but you what are they yeah why haven't they been able to reach out to you and been like hey this is actually what it was. Yeah. Like they, they could they could have just told me because and, yeah. there was no media, there was nothing. Yeah. There you know That's what I mean? Before the media it came was out before after. anything because once they fired me, I also I reached out to Black Vancouver right away and told them my story and asked if this would be something that they would want to run with, like a yeah. story that they would want to air. And they like right away because they saw the proof that I had. Yeah. And I have like pictures and text messages and stuff like that for proof. They're like, yeah, we absolutely do. This is totally wrong what happened to you. Yeah. Um, I waited two months. Yeah. So, like, I got fired in July. I didn't... They, this obviously came out in August. Yeah. Was it August? It came out... Like, End of yeah, August? Yeah, like August 25th or something. I yeah, like, and yeah, I got yeah, fired yeah. on July 8th. So, you had another month after you got fired. More than a you month. you had them to give them a, a, a chance to reach a out. Chance to reach out. Did you yeah. them at all during that time? Um, just saying, can I, like, can I have my um, letter of termination? I emailed them a bunch of times asking for the letter, yeah. letter of termination, like, the reasons. So, how long were you on vacation for? I had, like, there, I think it was, like, three days. Okay. So, where did you, you just went on vacation and then they I just had the you? days off. Yeah, like, and they were you t- actually out on vacation, or you just like hanging out? No, like, I was just hanging yeah. out. I didn't have like I had a vacation plan, but then it got it got okay. canceled. So, so we were. I just had the days off. Yeah, so, so you were off for a few days. They yeah. knew you weren't going to be in for a few days, yeah. and yeah. they called you and fired you. They texted me. They texted me saying, um, "Do you have time to talk? I'd like to talk to you." And so I was like, "Yeah," like I wasn't thinking anything of it. I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like I'm just driving in the car with my brother at this point, yeah. heading back home. So. They called and they called from Shelly's phone, but they were like both on speaker. Okay. And then they were like, yeah, we've made the decision. I didn't start recording until maybe, I don't know. It was a little bit. Cause like once my brother started hearing them talk, cause it was on speaker. Um, he was like, record this. Cause they sound ridiculous. Like the yeah. things that they were saying to me. Yeah. Um, he's like, make sure you record this. So he gave me his phone to record it. Um, And then, yeah, they were like, we've made the decision to let you go. And I was like, what? And and then they were like, yeah, we're going to let you go. We feel like it's what's best for the salon. And I was like, well, like, why? And they were like, "Um, the attitude felt on a, like you heard it, the attitude felt on a regular basis by staff and even by clients is uncomfortable. And I'm basic, and then that that was, and then re, like, iterated it and said clients are uncomfortable around you staff is uncomfortable around so you who are these clients that are uncomfortable i would are like to know clients or the people that are booked into you for the next three months <laughs> i don't know i would like to know <laughs> too because like, the monday that i actually left to go on vacation who is who is one of the owners who often like during our shifts together would ask me for my like opinion and expertise yeah to help her with her clients like a lot 
And I was like happy to do it. So she I, wants you to bring her, like she wants you to help her with her clients. Yeah. Her clients don't want anything to do with But you. yeah, so that's why I was super confused. Because <laughs> I'm like, literally three days ago, I helped you. Like I was thinking, I thought this after. Because you know when you're in a conversation, it's and intense. And you're in the shower later. And, and then you're like, fuck, fuck she said that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yes. So you're oh like, my God. later and you're like, fuck, <sighs> yes. she calls back. Yeah, like, exactly. Fucking rewrite. It was so irritating, but I'm like, how are you, how am I, your clients, how are clients uncomfortable around me literally three days ago asked me to help you with, literally as I was packing up, she's like, hey, Sade, I'm wondering if you could like help me with this client because there was, there was a client that she was just having trouble with and not able to like decide what to do. Yeah. And I was like, put my bags down, you know, good Samaritan that I am and like helped her. I went up to her client, touched her hair, consulted with her. And then literally that was Monday on Thursday. They were like, staff is uncomfortable around you and clients. So like, were they like, so how many people work there? Mm. Including bosses. I think around 12. Okay. Maybe 13. And did you have anyone that you were like friends with there that yeah. you like hang out with? Okay. Yeah. So like, what are their opinions on all of this? Uh, they, they stand by me. Yeah. Yeah. They think it's ridiculous as well. And everybody. Obviously they're not going to lose their job because like they're going to keep working there. I'm assuming. Right. Well, one of them day? still works there. Um, and the other two, well, my other friend, yeah. she got fired a week before me. Okay. They fired her a week before me yeah. with, like, no notice. And she, I think she was on a day off as well. Yeah. Ugh. Just, like, really and weird. And then the other one still works there? Um, no, she quit as oh, well. Oh, she quit as yeah, well. Yeah, she put her notice in. But it was before, like, the Black Vancouver stuff. Okay. She was just unhappy there. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Okay. It's, like, re- it's, a, it's, like, really poorly managed as you can probably tell by what happened do you know what i mean like the management style is like it's bad yeah you know okay um so after you got fired what was the next step did you talk to them like so you had obviously reach out to them and get your letter of termination yeah i i like all i have like five or six unanswered emails like asking them for my employee package asking them for a letter of termination have you gotten anything no. Still. No. Have you got your last, I, your last paycheck? How does it Yeah, they, so that was the weird thing too. My severance, because they offered me severance. And that's the one thing, like if you talk to any HR professional, they're like, if they offered you severance, like if they paid you, uh, or like they either have to pay you or give you do like two weeks notice. Yeah. So they just decided to pay me, pay me two weeks. Um, and then, uh, which was like not, enough like what i usually make yeah, and what they paid me i would have tips I and like made, everything yeah. Yeah. they did the bare minimum i think they did it off like minimum wage oh god it was bad okay and they Great. just like Good they job, didn't it, they didn't have me a check they didn't send anything in the mail with any like breakdown of what they they deposited like into my account like there was no like here's the check here are the terms like do you accept it because you can you can dispute like uh your severance like you can ask for more or like you know what i mean but they instead of like doing it properly they just slid the money into my account hoping oh this will make her go away that's how it felt because my intention with this like even like letting all of this out into like such a big public forum was because of the actual like racial issue that would that took place and how poorly it was handled. And how it's not a personal issue. It's not a personal issue. And it's something that needed to be addressed and was kind of swept under the rug. And 
you know, I was meant to just keep going to work and like doing the excellent job that I do do. Keep making with, this money. Yeah. But keep but your fucking mouth shut. Keep, yeah, exactly. And like, don't like bring up important issues yeah. or you bring the, if you bring them up, we're not going to do anything. And if you about do it. go deal with it by yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, my whole reason for like finally wanting to, which I waited two months, by the way, I waited like time to yeah, like, release it. Yeah, you got fired in July. Yeah. And then August, end of August, you yeah. finally reached out to Vancouver out. and were like, just, enough is enough. Yeah, like, because I was, was waiting, I was hoping that they would like call me at least. Because Matt, like, it's just one of those things where also, yeah, you gave them an opportunity and gave them a time frame. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe like they're like, yeah, so have to swallow some kind of pride or something. It is, and they don't want to fucking say they're wrong or whatever yeah. it is. And it's like, no, it's been too much. And the thing is, like, it's just it would have been the human thing to do because, like, we like I worked there for two and a half years. It yeah, wasn't like I just nice. worked there for six months or. Yeah, do you know like, what I mean? I feel like your relationship with these yes, people, and yes. you felt like you had a. I I trusted them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I trusted them to at least treat me like like a human. And. All they had to do was to say they were sorry. At the very least, I mean, not even then. They didn't, now they have an apology to make, but before, before they, all they, they had, had to do was create a space for me and Melissa to talk. Yeah. And resolve the issue, which is like I feel like the most mature it's way. It's like kindergarten shit. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, it's like you know. Like, yeah. It's, it's like it's not rocket science. Yeah. Like, to do that, like, it's yeah. like you're just trying to resolve an issue, and like yeah. you can keep both your top stylists here. We can both fucking. Kill we can it. all we can live all together and work together in harmony. I can understand that people make mistakes. Maybe you didn't mean to have that with intent. Maybe you did. Who fucking knows? Yeah. But all I Let's want. Let's talk about yeah. it. It's just yeah. It's just talk That's about it. it. Words, Let's fucking talk here. about it. Yeah, and so. Yeah, like, I'm happy that you did reach out because now, like, it's like, I'm just thinking about how many other people do keep their mouth shut. I'm hoping yeah. that, like, you know, it's one of those things where this happens every day. And, like, you know, if you see it on the internet, you see it in, in, in not Vancouver, in the, the States a lot happening yeah. more than Canada. And, like, that's mainly not the main reason, but one reason why I wanted to even get you on this podcast yeah. was to talk about, like, just to get it out there to people. Like, it's not just about your you seeing a post on the internet like being upset about it it's like you were upset about it but it's like you also reached out and like it's like how the issue is being stuck under the rug yeah like i was was basically walking them through how to fix the problem yeah which i didn't have to do i actually shouldn't have to do as a business they should be they should be prepared to deal with all different types of issues and if you don't know how to deal with it try or yeah like there's outsource you can bring in hr professionals if there's something that you don't know how to deal with and you'd like to solve it and do it professionally you can hire an hr professional to come in and resolve the issue it's not rocket science yeah yeah but i was actually wanted to touch on a like a point you made earlier saying how like you know it happens more in the states than it does in canada stuff like this but like it's crazy like maybe we like black there's not as many black people here so it's not like black issues only but like racism in canada is rampant no and what i meant was not it happens more in the states but i just see and hear yes, about it yes. more it's more brought to totally. our attention that's kind of why i wanted to do you it want to bring it out because more. i was like i don't see and hear about it as much in canada i know it's happening and it's happening and that's, the, and that's, that's the, why the, i want yes. it out there because it's like it's happening everywhere it's happening every day it's happening to your friends it's happening yes. in a fucking salon that you, i drive past all the fucking time and lately that i don't even know about you know yes. it's like it's happening everywhere and like you're someone that actually spoke up about it and yeah. actually was like no fuck this and like how people and like went out to black vancouver and like yeah. this is my story and, and i, and I like, really want to tell you like i did not want to do that like from the bottom of my heart did not want to do that it was so uncomfortable 
like knowing that like your private life is going to be like put on blast like that yeah but my reason for my number one reason for doing it is just like I needed closure because they were unable to give me closure and like the community like the BIPOC community in Langley that and anyone who supports anti-racism needs to know like the business that they could potentially be supporting doesn't support them do you know what I mean and that was like my main thing I'm like yeah people need to know yeah you know what I mean? And they need to know that they did something wrong. Yeah. And hopefully, like, I know that they didn't come out and apologize or whatever, but I really hope that after all of this, that they will just take a deeper look inside themselves or maybe even step outside themselves to see how situations like this could affect others and how they could have done better, handled it better. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm actually shocked that after all that they still haven't reached out and apologized. I know they turned off their commenting on their Instagram. Yeah, like, I'm not shocked. And, I mean, like, I'm not, I mean, like, I don't know them, right? Yeah. But I just feel like, I mean, actually, after pulling that move, I'm not shocked that they didn't apologize. Like, like, but it's yeah. just like, the human in me just can't, yeah. I can't comprehend that. And it's, it's like, so simple. Even like when they were saying in the phone call that you played, like how they're like, we understand, we understand. And you're like, no, you don't you understand. Don't. Like, yeah. you are not, you don't live in this world where you're having like, racism towards you no like, it's like you and don't they'll understand. never understand like i don't understand like i'm like flabbergasted the fact that i can't imagine the feeling that i would feel like to be put in that situation yeah. and i'm just like trying to understand by knowing never will you never and will exactly yeah. and it's just like but you the know fact that, that the yeah. fact that they are like we understand like your frustration it's like no like, i don't what i don't understand is like the fact that you think you can just fire somebody and For not no give they didn't give you a fucking reason There's they gave no you reason. no reason yeah. it's just like bizarre I and mean, they still haven't given you a reason and they still haven't given you an apology and they still even i requested because i read online that um after an after employee leaves the workplace the employer has five days to issue their roe yeah and on the roe like you have to put a reason that the person it doesn't work there anymore yeah so i was like oh i'm gonna ask for this so i emailed her the other day asking for actually both of them asking for my roe and i sent them the blurb like from a lawyer saying like you have five days yeah so like within five minutes i had my roe but i i only wanted it like i have a job so i don't really need it right now but i only wanted it to see what they would put if they would actually put a reason yeah they didn't they didn't put one still no they still didn't she was like on the reason it says for further information contact her phone number underneath and i was like oh my god or like this like it's like this is deep yeah like what honestly and like this is like they could have even said because this is actually a reason for an employee and i'm in it for employee like i got fired for this one time that's why i even know this <laughs> but it's for an employee and an employer like um disagreement that's like unresolvable yeah, yeah. like an unresolvable disagreement but you also but can't thing, like, no you also cannot lie on that because it's a government document 100 and if you lie or or mislead the reason on your roe you can be sued yeah like it's a it's like an offense yeah okay yeah so they they're fucked they're they, so they know that they fired you for no reason and they, they don't well, no they know their reason like, for firing you they didn't want to deal with it yeah you can't put for further information on someone's roe like say what I was, if she died what's that what if she died that? you had to get a hold of her yeah it's, like, it's not a legitimate gone. reason like, it's not a legitimate reason oh it's so God. jacked up and it's just like it just goes to show they're still trying to cover their ass yeah 
they know with all of this because they have messed up. Yeah, they have. It's crazy. Fuck, that's so crazy. I'm sorry you had to deal with all that. It yeah. Sounds like a fucking headache. And so it's just like no one should have to deal with that. No. And I'm I'm gonna you deserve an apology, so I'm sorry that you have to do that. Like, <laughs> on behalf of white people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on behalf yeah. of fragile white people, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> ignorant white people, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm bad. It was so crazy too. Um the, the girl, like after the Black Vancouver uh thing post went live, there was like people coming out of the woodworks about and oh. saying that like saying certain things about her in the past. Like one girl that used to work with her said she also experienced some racial stuff. Oh, so she actually did know what she posted and it was potentially if the intent of being racist. I don't know that. I'm not sure what her intent was, but there were people coming out of the word. Allegedly. (laughs) There was a possibility that there was. But yeah, they were saying that allegedly they were saying that she was like, you know, bully in high school. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. You didn't say the salon's name. I think we're okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually it was really interesting too. Like there was so many people, the people that did reach out to me, which were so many, it was super overwhelming. And like, I was actually, yeah. Like, thank you for all the people that like reached out and showed their support like that the outpouring of like support from people was yeah it felt really nice to know like that you yeah I think just like because I was like I'm not I'm a pretty private person and like putting that really like serious situation out there it was like really nervous for me your comfort zone yeah I was super out of and so like I was like what are people gonna think yeah this is a little bit out of your comfort yeah totally totally but I'm here for it because yeah. that's the other thing is like there were there was like a couple young girls that were like, you know, this happened to me, something similar like this happened to me. And I'm like, it's so nice to see you like speaking out. So I think like a, a good message is to like just follow your in your gut instincts yeah. in situations like this and never and don't. Somebody. Yeah. And also, like, if anyone's experiencing this type of thing, like, don't be scared to challenge you know your bosses like your bosses are supposed to be there to support you because you're supporting their business and you're working for them so they need to that they have a responsibility to support you especially in situations like this so just yeah don't stay quiet don't brush it off don't suck it up like be loud yeah 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 trust your instinct go with your gut yeah and make sure you fucking share your story if you have one because it might just help somebody yeah exactly yeah and who knows maybe someone else can relate maybe someone's gonna reach out after this and be like fuck that bitch (laughs) i also had this happen to (laughs) me yeah yeah it's just like it's nice it's cool to like have like let people have a safe space to like feel a acknowledged or yeah. accepted yeah and just from another reminder that this is happening everywhere all the time every single day and that if you are somebody that experiences it or someone that witnesses it to like also have a chance to speak up and say something if you see something happening and you know it's wrong like say something if you're in a workplace and you are seeing racism happen like and you're not the one being affected by it like speak up on behalf of that person because maybe that person's like too fragile or like nervous or scared or not in a place where they can lose their job and they don't want to speak up and they just want to they go home and they fucking think about it all the time they feel like they're getting so belittled but they just don't have the 
courage to go forward and say anything. So yeah. be that person for someone else if they can't if, be it for yeah, themselves. If you're a witness. Yeah, if you're a witness you're for it, for sure. <laughs> I agree with that. All right, well, thank you so much for you're coming welcome. on here and telling the story. And I hope uh, everyone listening got something out of this. And yeah, if you want to follow Sade for all of her beautiful hairstyles or just to see the journey of this, if it continues on or anything like that, it is Sade, did it again, S-A-D-E. Yeah, right. yeah, S A D E D I D I T again. Yeah, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me. Anytime. <laughs> Me, not.